yeah, mate. Oh, hello, everyone, and we're live, episode 23 of the Fitness Business Growth Podcast. It's been a while, but I'm back with Mitch. How are you, mate? Very well. Excited for today. For today. Today we're covering the biggest issues gym owners face, which, which, we, which we've uncovered working with 50 plus gym owners in 2023. Welcome to the Fitness Business Growth Podcast, a podcast run by gym owners for gym owners. My name is Mitch and along with Jamie, we are your hosts and we will be discussing all the important things that you need to run a successful fitness business. From marketing, to lead generation, to sales, to retention, to staff, and much, much more. So if you are a fitness business owner, then this is for you. We hope you enjoy the following episode, and we will speak with you soon. And we're back. How are you, mate? Very well. It's been a while. Both James and Kent mentioned your dreamy, dreamy voice in the intro. I never actually noticed it, and now I can't not notice it. <laughs> I didn't. I've never heard such a compliment. Yeah. Nice uh, uh, well, mate, it's been a while since we've done a podcast, um, close to six weeks, and for good reason. Uh, I had a knee surgery, but number two is we started our Done For You Everything service, and it's been very hard to podcast when we've been taking a bunch of sales calls and onboarding new clients, which we're both obviously Really, really excited about. Yeah, and I had the uh, pleasure of taking you to your uh, knee surgery, actually. And we had had a big argument on the way about all things business, which was hopefully didn't stress you out too much before the operation. Yeah, but, for, any, um, for, for any tech guys, we were talking about uh, to have a contact field or a custom <laughs> value in our software FB360. It's actually really, really important. I'm sure everyone knows exactly what we're talking about. But you know, uh, and I was right, by the way. Just whatever. yeah, you were. You were. We went with your righty. Um, so but no, it's, it's been a big, big couple of months. We've been uh, laying a lot of groundwork for our new uh, service and our new offering. So very, uh, I guess, pertinent to what we're going to be talking about today. We just didn't really have too much time to schedule for us to get together to do uh, the podcast. So it's been a while. But yeah, looking forward to making this more of a regular weekly occurrence, like it has been. Absolutely. And today's topic is that the biggest issues that gym owners face. Really, there's three. Number one is it's not enough leads. It's not enough follow-up. It's not enough sales. But the core issue is actually time. And I want to give you an example of where this really reared its ugly head. And I guess it was a bit of an oversight from both me and you being new into consulting. We just didn't realize what an issue this actually is for gym owners. And we have a lovely client in WA got him 54 leads in like a 48-hour period and he only had one person auto-schedule. And I thought, how the fuck is that even possible? Like, like how is that possible? Because for our gym, the Breakthrough Active Adamstown, Breakthrough Active Cardiff, we have a 40% booking rate, meaning if we get 10 leads, we have four auto-schedule. He had 54 and one auto-schedule. And I was just perplexed and I didn't know what the hell was going on. Jumped on a call with him. I went through his calendar and his only availability was Monday at 7.30 a.m. And the one person that could book in actually booked in at that time slot. <laughs> so that was actually the issue. It was the fact that he just didn't have enough time. And for gym owners under 60 members, we just keep running into it time and time again. They haven't got enough time. Therefore, they can't generate enough, enough leads. 
I haven't got time to follow up and reply to people and certainly haven't actually got the availability for the sales calls. Yeah, like you said, it was a bit of an oversight because for us personally, our whole business career, we've we've been doing it with the two of us. So we've always had really good availability where one of us has normally been effectively available, you know, between business hours and even beyond business hours. But compare that to a solopreneur and someone who is wearing all the hats and they're running sessions and and trying to grow their business, trying to, you know, organize times for consultations and, and you know, working leads and all the things that come with that. We just sort of kept seeing these same same issues where people just didn't have the availability. And for people who run group group training or even personal trainers, their busiest times are typically when people are wanting consultations, you've, you've sort of got that sort of mid-morning period uh, or you've got like your, your sort of evening period when the majority of the time that's when people are available for, for a consultation or for a call. So we ran into this problem with, you know, initially with that one client and then we've seen it just time and time again where time has been such an issue, not, not only just them working, you know, lots of hours with, uh, like I said, running sessions, fulfilling uh, I guess clients' needs and, and everything that comes with that, but also when it comes to growing their business, they just don't have don't have nearly enough time on their hands to be able to to look at that, let alone have availability for calls and consultations. Well, having forty two gyms now with our done for you everything service, it is amazing the amount of same day bookings and bookings we get the next day within that twenty four to forty eight hour period. And if we, to the point that we don't actually let them schedule on that third or fourth day, because even if you don't have the availability as a gym owner and someone books in on the fourth or fifth day, the chances of them no showing is extremely high, which all comes back to is we give gym owners 50 leads and they say these leads are shit. And then we were saying, well, like we're running the same ads in our gyms, the same processes, the same nurture sequences, what the hell's going on? And it just came down to that availability. Yeah, and I, it's funny you mentioned that. I've I've been um, had a few dental appointments lately, and I got a message two hours ago saying, "Just a reminder, you've got your dentist appointment tomorrow." And I completely forgot about it, and I'm going to go because I need to go. But if that was something that maybe I could just push to the side, I'd be probably more than likely to opt out of that because it was just so long ago that I was motivated in booking that. So so speed is king when it comes to booking in but also just having decent availability. And it really, for a lot of these gym owners without additional help, unless they do have uh, obviously like a service like us that, that are helping them, or they have like a standalone salesperson or something like that, they, they just don't have the resources to be able to fulfill the needs of clients who are inquiring and you know, about their business, whether it be a phone call or an in-person consultation. And it's the ultimate vicious cycle because if typically the gym owner has under 60 members, they don't have enough money to hire a staff member. But then to get above 60 members, they need to have that little bit of freedom to focus on things like lead generation, to focus on follow-up, to focus on the availability, not to mention the skills required to get good at lead generation, to get good at follow-up, and to get good at sales. And that's where we just see gym owners get stuck. It's around that 50 to 60 member mark, and it all comes back to just that time factor. And if they haven't got availability in their scale calendars for, for sales calls or consultations, what chance do they have of whether it's doing the organic method, whether it's messaging 
20 people in the morning, 20 at night, or, or running their ads, or going through the data, going through the reporting, going through the automations, fixing things that break in the automations. And then more importantly, like when do they have the time to do the sales role play, the sales calls, and just overall develop as a business owner? Yeah, and, and you always have to, you have a hierarchy and you have a priority list of things that need to be done. And number one on that list, every gym owner, every personal trainer is to run sessions, is to be, be there to coach your clients or whatever offer that you have. And then obviously you've got a list where things become less, you know, needed or you know if if you don't do them in a week is your business still going to be open and if you don't do marketing for a week yes your business will still be open will it be open in a year maybe not but but it is something that just gets pushed to the side because it gets put in that too hard basket too hard basket around time not to mention the the resources needed to actually be able to run effective campaigns but it's something that through all the conversations that we have with gym owners the the people who haven't really sort of gone down this road before it's because they just they get overwhelmed they almost don't know where to start or they do hear of maybe what they are needing to do to to grow their business and realize how much time it is actually going to take for themselves so then again it goes back into the the too hard basket and gets put to the side again so it is a bit of a vicious cycle because you do need to have more help most of the time and then the the gym owner stuck with that that conundrum of well, here I am already busy. How am I going to make, how am I going to, you know, put another 10 hours into my week to focus on this when I was already flat out before? And the thought of hiring someone is painful for them. So that it's kind of where it led us to, to the, the service and offer we have at the moment because we feel as though it kind of ticks all the boxes that gym owners need to be able to grow their business, but also to be able to do it in a way that's not going to cost them much money yeah i had a good friend ask me like well jamie like what do gym owners actually need and when we first started fitness business consulting we thought if we can get them 50 leads and, and 15 bookings per week we thought that's what they actually need but the bookings weren't coming because of the availability in the calendars so what we kind of discovered and obviously this isn't for everyone but the gym owners the owner operators with one staff member may use but typically solopreneurs they for us what we found they actually need everything which is why we call it our done for you everything service where we generate their leads like an agency for free. We follow up and nurture their leads for free and then we get them booked into our calendars and then we sell them into their gym. So they get a paid client. We're not selling $2 for two weeks or 14 for 14 or 28 for 28 days. We are selling people at your membership price. So for example, Breakthrough Active, we charge 66 per week. So 132 a fortnight for 28 days, it is 264. So if I was selling for my gym, which I am, we sell a 28 day program for 264. Yeah. And, and it's always a really good, good question to ask. And I think for, for trainers and coaches, it's something obviously they would ask of themselves a lot when they're thinking about the people they're training, like what do they actually need the most to be able to see the results that they want? And for us, we, we went down the agency road of getting people leads, having automations in place to kind of remove that from the plate of the gym owner. And we had some owners that did really well with that. Like this isn't saying that every single gym owner is, is, is in, this, in this boat. We had some owners that did do really well with that, but they were the ones that actually had time to do it. They were running maybe 20, 30, 40% of the, the sessions throughout the week. And then the other 60, 70 or 80, they were 
free and available to be able to be doing this. And we just found that the, the amount of gym owners that actually had that amount of time and had that set up within their business was quite low. And for the rest of them, it just became this never-ending battle of needing to grow their business but not having the time or the money to be able to do it because if they had the time, they'd be, they'd be willing to do it. If they had the money, they would have already outsourced it or hired, some, hired a staff member to do it. So they're kind of stuck in that, that place where they know they need to do something they don't have the time to do it, but they can't afford to, to do it anyway. So they yeah. end up not doing anything. Yeah. And we still have some agency clients because some of the owners like the sales process and they do have the time. But I find the agency model to be really, really interesting, mate, because I don't think the agency model is actually aligned with the majority of their clients. Because if I'm an agency and I'm getting gym owners 50 leads a month, that gym owner hasn't got time. Not only am I creating more work for them, but they're not actually getting clients. And then we'll do the reporting, jump on a call and go, Jamie, these leads are shit. And I would say, well, your sales follow up is shit. And it's almost like a combative relationship because the agency can get you 50 leads regardless of the quality, regardless of what they're bringing them in on and say, I've done a great job, pay me my money. But the gym owner's like, well, fuck, like I haven't got any clients. So it's like, it asks the question again, like what do gym owners actually need? And it's not leads, it's not bookings, it's not 90 qualified showed appointments. It is, they need like clients walking in their door, paid, I want to train at your gym. So I think, I think the reason why we went down that agency route when we first started this last year was because once upon a time, that's what we were needing. In our, in our gym, we needed leads. We, we, we have strong sales backgrounds. You know, we, we've done lots of membership sales for various various brands, various companies for our own gyms, you know, for the last 11 or 12 years. So it wasn't a sales issue. It wasn't a time issue because we had uh, we had both of us available. It wasn't a, a money issue. We were happy to be paying for paid advertising. But we just didn't know exactly how to get leads at a, at a good price. And then we... We, we learned how to do that. And from there on, our acquisition strategy was good and still to this day is, is good. And then I think for us, because that's what solved our problem, we thought that's what everyone else needs. And we were getting people a good cost per lead, getting lots of leads flowing in. We had the automations running, but it wasn't actually getting them a lot more members the same way it got us a lot more members when we started to do it and that was that was something that we were wrong about i think we, we used our own personal experience and and thought that, that was everyone's problem and we were we were off with that uh, and now we we've kind of reverse engineered it from that and sort of thought well okay yes people do need leads because if you don't have leads you don't have anyone to to be able to come through but then there are there is such a such a process after that that needs to be followed to turn that lead into a phone call, turn that phone call into a person who turns up to that call and then turn that phone call into someone who's coming into your gym who has paid, and I really want to emphasise that, who has actually paid your membership amount to be there because you can get anyone to come in for free. You know, we, we have a competitor in our market that does six-week free challenges free six-week challenges so that's not the type of member you want in the door someone who's just a shit shit kicker and a tire kicker so we always want to make sure that people have at least paid what 
your membership price is. So when it comes time to convert them from a trial to a member, that process becomes a lot simpler because they've already had in their mind what the membership price is. And we find yeah. that just a lot easier. And when we sell something to your gym, really, I see you've got two options, how to convert them on the back end. You can do the silent sale at the start of the membership program. Well, hey, just so you know, the membership does continue after 28 days. But what we've done in our gym, and we've converted thousands of paid trials into members, is we do it at the end of week two. And the reason why that is so critical, we find that after their fifth or sixth session in week two, they are at an absolute high point. They've never felt better. Their legs are no longer sore. They've got more energy. They've made friends in the gym. And if they paid the membership price in that paid trial, it's as simple as, hey, do you want to continue? Yeah, and, and, I, and I think that silent sale is, is fucking terrible, if I'm being really honest with you, in, in, a, in a small local, local business. Because what happens if it gets to that fifth week or you know, two months in and they say, I want to cancel. And you say, oh, remember back when we first spoke eight weeks ago and I said that. It, it, it's gonna, it might work for big companies who, who don't give a shit, but when you're a local business and you're the one bearing the brunt of that, that's just not going to work. So I, I feel like that, that leaves one option and that is exactly what you just detailed there. But yeah. it's, so, it's so important that these people have paid your membership price because otherwise you've just got people coming in or paid fuck all or they haven't paid at all and then when it comes time to talk dollars and cents and your membership which you know is good value at 50 or 60 or 70 dollars a week they're taken back by that oh shit no no i can't afford that i just wanted to do my 30 dollars for 30 days and then move on and hop around a bunch of other gyms in town so it's it's something that we really have as you can probably tell a lot of time effort energy and thought into and we really have determined that this is the best way to acquire new customers and to turn those customers, more importantly, into members who are paying a good membership rate and going to stay with you for a long time. And, and the, the other question that we get sometimes is like, why, why don't you sell direct membership? And the answer is this. People fucking hate direct debits. They hate them. They do not want another reoccurring bill but people will bet on themselves for 28 days or six weeks to get an outcome, whether it's to feel better, to have more energy, to lose two, two to four kilos. And then you, the gym owner, us, the gym owners, you need to back in your experience in club to make them want to stay for the next six or 12 months. And that is why that week two checking call after their fifth or sixth session, they've made friends, they're feeling amazing. That is the best time to turn them into a long-term member, six or 12 months. And if someone is asking that question of why don't you guys sell straight to membership, well, the question goes, well, if you feel like you can do it, why, why do you need our help? Yeah. <laughs> really, like that, that is a very, very hard sell to get someone on the phone who hasn't met you, hasn't been in, hasn't done a workout and, and turn them into a six or 12-month you know, contractual member. So there's – and again, like you're going to have a big, big – rate of people who renege on that i feel like if they get motivated in the funds so well, we've also fun. we've also tried both we tried straight to membership last year because well, we, we always, we've we've done it over the years but i i think it's just from from doing it the success rate just becomes a lot lower and the the one thing that we hear a lot from promoters is that all i need is people in my in my gym once they come in and they experience my program 
and they experience our facility and everything that comes with it, they'll they'll be sold. They won't want to leave. And, and I, 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 I believe that. I believe that for the most part. You know, I, I truly think that there are a lot of really, really good operators out there. And when people do get into their network and they do start experiencing what it is that they provide, they're really happy with it. And most of the time they do stay. So that's where it's just having a process around how do you actually get people in there who are already paying that membership price. And then it's just a matter of converting them and having a system around, like you said, you know, after the, the end of the second week where they, they've come five or six, seven times in the first couple of weeks and it's like, hey, you know, we'd love for you to continue. Here are your options. What would be best for you moving forward? They say A or B, you get them started, organize the direct debit to start the end of the fourth week and you're off. And like that, like that is my role within our, our business, our, our gyms here. And the amount of time, like I've done that hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times, like over a thousand in the last last seven years, eight years. So it's something that we know work and we just know that needs to be systematized. What's your pitch word for word? Like literally that, I, I send a message at the end of end of the sort of that second week and it's always after a session because if they haven't come for three days, they're probably going to be less likely to want to commit to something long-term. So after they've done a session the day before, the message is, hey, Sally, it's Mitch here from Rate Directive. I saw you made it in yesterday. Great job seeing you come through again. We're getting towards the end of your initial program and we would love to have you continue on with us. I'd like to organise a time for a phone call so I can run you through the options we have moving forward and see what's best for you. Have you got time tomorrow morning or afternoon for a call? I'll book it. We call. It's a, like it's, it's, it's a five-minute phone call, a ten-minute phone call to get that sorted and then we'll, we'll talk just about them and their goals and everything that comes with that. We have... Um, yeah, like contracts that they sign sign through through the phone. So they initial, there's all terms, conditions and everything. We set up the direct debit, David suits them and they're off. And that is the process that has not failed us, has not failed me for years and years and years. Like I did did a handful of them last week. And it's just, it seems almost too easy at times, but they've had a great experience those first few weeks. And you're getting them at a high point. So it, there's a little bit of timing involved with that, but you just need to be, I guess, on top of those trials. And we have our whole system around that we pass on to the owners on how to correctly onboard new members, new trial members. And as long as they're getting a good experience and they're turning up those first few weeks, it's it's the easiest sell of your life. Yeah. I actually like using the pitch to uh, actually upsell them. So like how we do it with like our one. So for example, say you charge 50 a week for a 12 membership. The option is, hey, like just so you know, our ongoing price is exactly what you paid for the initial 28 days. It's $50 per week on our 12 month membership. That is our most popular option. We do have two other options at 60 for six months or 75 for month to month, which would work better for you. And they'll, it's almost laughable. I think I'll choose the most popular option. Yeah, so that, that's exactly what I will say. When you go into the, the dollars and cents, you say we've got a few options, the most popular one, most common one, because people like to be part of the majority, and it is the same price as you've actually paid here your first four weeks. You've got to remind them of that because they might have made that payment a few weeks ago, which is $66 a week. Or we also have a six-month membership, which is $75 a week. 
which do you think could be best for you? And they say, oh, yeah. And nine times out of ten, unless they're like moving away in six months or something, that they choose that one. And then you get it organized and you're off. I used to always laugh when I was doing high ticket with 4%. It was literally like it was 2997 up front. Or we can break it down into more manageable amounts. What would work better for you? Um, More manageable amounts. <laughs> Just you can guide them in the right direction because you are the trusted authority. And especially that was a cold call through a Facebook ad. You've already had them in your gym for two weeks. They've already had an amazing experience. They've gotten some form of a result. It should be a very, very smooth sale after. Back to like membership versus paid trial again, mate. Like when we when we did memberships for a while, we sold directly six, 12 months. They can still pull out, pull out in the first 28 days. That, that's what we found. As in like we found our, our opt-in rate was lower, as in our cost per lead was higher, our cost per booking was higher, cost per call was higher, cost per sale was higher. But if they don't have a good experience in the first 28 days, whether it is 12 months or whether it is 28 days, they're still probably going to renege. And as Mitch said, if you're a small business, especially a small group gym owner, you aren't going to hold them to that 12-month membership. Because if you do, you are going to get a shit ton of bad reviews and bad word of mouth spreads fast in the fitness industry. Yeah, whether they say it spreads 10 times faster than the good news. But yeah, exactly right. So that's where, and, and I think when you, it comes back to your marketing, your advertising as well, you want to be advertising something that is short-term. You don't want to say that they're going to achieve all their wildest hopes and dreams in, in that first month or, you know, however long that period is. You want to clearly explain the reason for it. So you can come in, check it out, see if it's something you enjoy, and you're going to see some pretty good results in the process as well. And then if you feel like it's something that's a good fit for you, we can organise the next steps after that. Does that sound good? Yeah, of course it sounds good. So then you... But that, that's it. So it, it comes back to the marketing as well and the effectiveness of your marketing because if you are doing something different to that, there is some sort of alternate wording in that and you're talking about memberships and 12 months or six months maybe in the, in, the, in the marketing, like good luck getting leads that way. That is not exciting. No one wants to opt into your, your ad about a 12-month or a six-month membership. And again, if, if, if anyone's able to to market and sell that way and 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 sell straight to membership then you don't need us <laughs> like keep doing what you're doing like you're fucking yeah. doing it so it's amazing that's probably we're in, so many, we're in so many ad accounts there was a gym in vancouver we're working with at ironwood and literally it was the exact same ad in the lead form, they had 199 the price was advertised in our version the price wasn't advertised and the lead cost was 15x cheaper. So it went from $60 a lead down to like, like four bucks a lead. It was crazy. Just from three numbers in a lead form. If you add in the word membership, if you add in poor availability, if you add in poor follow-up, if you add in poor sales, that is why of the same campaign, certain gym owners can have 10 new paid trials and some gym owners will get four leads. It's all the Something we see like when the call to action there on Facebook is sign up instead of learn more. Literally, that's the only difference. No one wants to sign up to anything and you sign and that like locks you in and you put your signature to something or you can just learn more about it. Still, still prompts you through the lead form and everything, but something just really small like that, which might seem insignificant, makes such a huge difference. Mm. I, I don't like apply now either. Applicant. No one likes doing applications for anything. 
Yeah. yeah. Anyone who wants to take take something out of this that's very digestible, always choose learn more. It's it's the most it's the the most uh, it's less confrontational way of trying to get people's information. <laughs> learn more as opposed yeah. to apply now or sign up. So going back to just some of the biggest issues gym owners face, it really does all go back to time. Because if we if we add up poor marketing, they haven't got time to run their ads correctly, to check the data, to check the CPM, the CPL, the frequency score, make changes with copy, images, headlines, lead forms. No time. Followed by the follow-up. Like we are in 50 gyms accounts, right? We see the messages that are getting sent. We see that gym owners aren't replying. And it's not because they don't want members because they haven't got time to literally get home at 7 p.m. and book people in the following day. And then number one is the availability in their calendar for those consultations themselves. You add that all up, it is a difference between having a really successful gym and a gym that is on the brink. But that is the vicious cycle where gym owners get 50 to 60 members. And that is why we created our done for you everything service. Well, it just completely changes everything when they don't have the time because then the only option they really have is just to say, I'll come down for a free trial. Like, come down because they'll be there anyway. And we know that free trials are dog shit for a lot of lot of facilities for, for the reasons we already discussed. So it actually can change your offers and change your ability to to convert those leads into trials and then into members because you just you just don't have the time to have a 15 minute conversation with them or a 30 minute conversation with them or however long that is because the only time they're available is after work between four and seven and that's the time that you're running the sessions so it just doesn't doesn't work and then you end up trying to communicate via email or, or by message and it just doesn't you, know, you can't communicate the same way as you can verbally on with a, with a discussion or a conversation so it's something that we, we we've i guess we overlooked it for a long time because we always had time because there was two of us and we're fortunate to, to always be able to you know have you know bounce off each other in that respect and we've had some owners that have got that have had business partners uh, or they they do just have a small workload when it comes to you know client fulfillment so they have a lot of time to do it and they're the ones that do do a lot better and but for the ones that already are busy they're busy and, and they're they're losing money like that is when it becomes a huge problem because they know they need to change something they don't have time they don't have money they don't have any anything, any way to be able to solve the problem. And that's kind of what, how our new service was manifested because we looked at the problems that we're starting to see and then what, what they truly need and, and started to mold and, and create something from there. Couldn't agree more. Well, mate, let's wrap this up. Uh, the podcast is back on a regular basis. I'm going to try and get more guests on, probably one guest per week, reach into our network and get really to share their stories, different perspectives, because we are obviously not right about everything. And there is one more than one way to skin a cat. And I'm, I've got Jake from Fit Tribe, mate, on Thursday. He has a multi-six-figure online company, and there's very few people that have that. So I'm looking forward to seeing how, how he's run it. Yeah, I think it's good to be able to share uh, share the stories and share the experiences from other owners, both good and bad. And I think it's good so other people who listen to this can resonate that maybe they're not the only ones who are going through similar problems. And it's not just going to be us pitching our service and, and you know, doing anything like that, but find that when 
it's something that we sort of didn't have for a long time. We didn't really know too many other gym owners. We didn't really know if it was just us with certain problems or, you know, we didn't really know if we were the outliers or if what we were experiencing was normal. So being able to hear from from other people, you know, we feel like would be valuable. And plus we like it too. We like to, to, to talk talk business with people. We like to, to find out more about them. And quite often when we do those sort of podcasts, we're learning things about them that we didn't know. So it's always, yeah, always good to, to hear from others. All right, guys. Thanks for watching and we'll be back later next week. Thanks so much. Bye.